0: <laughs> <laughs> why are we so happy?
1: I don't know Why are we so happy?
0: That's why I'm asking the question In the world in disarray Is Pete Zeiss and the Black Ken still happy? Hello, I'm talking to you
1: well, you were asking me a hard question. I had to think about it. Yes, I'm still happy. And
0: yes, we're still... Chacha, Chacha hills. Hills. But are we? Let's do this. Woo! Sorry. My parents gotta give me them cha-cha heels I for. That's all I can say. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Cha-cha. cha-cha. I better get those cha-cha heels. I better. Woo! Give me those cha-cha heels! <laughs> okay, let's focus. Hello, welcome back to Cha-cha heels. I'm your host, Pete Zayas. And I'm your host, The Black Ken. Are you really black though, Ken? Um, I'm probably the blackest person I know. But I mean, are you not a white woman pretending to be the black ken? I mean, well
1: no, I'm a little too dark to be a white woman pretending to be black.
0: You're too black to be a fraudulent white a fraudulent black woman?
1: Yes, too black.
0: Too black. Too black. Well recently there's been a woman that came out, she she says she's canceling herself <laughs> because she has been lying. Instead, so she's woke. She's woke. She's so woke that she's canceled. There's a woman who was pretending to be black, and not she, again. Yeah, honey. First of all, wait, Rachel, I'm not. You know, I'm not talking about Rachel Dolezal. So I'm talking about the. Oh, you're se- not. I'm talking about the sequel. I thought there was a prequel too. No, there's a woman. Her name is Jessica Krug. The black. And she admits she pretended to be black for years. She's an activist who teaches African-American history and writes media and posts. And she wrote a post apologizing for her false identity. And she canceled herself. And this is different from the other woman. From Rachel Dolezal. No, but then I thought there was another woman. But then there's the twist. There's another one. So this movie just isn't uh, a sequel. This movie is a trilogy. And part, ah. part one, you get Rachel Dolezal. Part two, you get Jessica Krug. Diblet. And then part three, who is it? Her name is... She's teaching from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And her name is... Diblet. I mean, good luck. C.V. Vitola Haddad. <laughs> she identifies as a non-binary and goes by they or them... Print pronouns, and she pretended on multiple occasions to be black or Latino, although the teacher's actually Southern Italian and Sicilian. How come they're all teachers? Is there something about, do do schools need more black female teachers and that's why they're pretending to be black? Or maybe they're just down, honey. Like Brandy. The
1: the universities thought they had uh, black female teachers. They thought they had them, but they didn't. Yeah, honey, and that's the problem. Don't get me started.
0: Go, honey, get started. This is the this is the
1: platform. Well, first off, I look at all those women and don't think they're black. Rachel Dolezal just permed her hair and put some African beats around her. The other one didn't even try to do anything to appropriate black culture. She just was like, I'm black. And I really didn't read into the third one, but I'm sure she's the same, honey. They all teach African studies. They all get the presidents of the NAACP. They all got their fist up. They all bray hair. I know this story, honey. I heard it but over d- and over again. And this is always why I say this is the problem when we make anybody black. And when I say that, people are like, ooh, but they black. They black. They black. She got braids. She black. She smoked weed. She black. Do you she think
0: Do you think it's easy to fool white people into thinking that you're black?
1: You're black. Well, it's easy to fool white people, anybody, except for black men. But that's another story, because black men like when these women do this, because these are the women that black men, especially in California, want access to.
0: So, Well, you know, I fooled, day, a, I fooled a black man in 1999. Of I, course I, you did. I was at the Bronx in the warehouse, at uh, this club called the Warehouse in the Bronx. It was Memorial Day weekend. I've told this story a million times, but I'm proud of it. And I had uh, cornrows in and a self-tanner. And he thought I was a, a mixed. I mean, he knew I wasn't full black. But Tyrone, his name was Tyrone. And he worked at Sony Music. Ugh, oh, whatever happened to Tyrone?
1: And, and it's he, always a
0: Tyrone. It's always a Tyrone. It, it was Tyrone who worked at Sony Music and he thought I was black. And, but then when I took my, um, cornrows out, he liked it better. So he, in the end, he wanted me to be white. In the end, I wanted to be black. Who am I? The black.
1: Why don't you ask Rachel Dolazar and Jessica and, uh, what Craig? was her name? Muhammad
0: something. Am I canceled? Should I have canceled myself? Should I cancel should myself
1: have, now? You should have canceled yourself then, and you should have came back, and you should cancel yourself now. Just all out cancel.
0: Honey, I'll be happy to be canceled. Get me out of here. I just can't take it. Do you think all three of them know each other? Do you think they have
1: like a we like they they should turn this into a movie? Like you know how you always talk about kidnap,
0: kidnap with a hard P. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, they should do a series of these. Each one of them stars in one. And it's called uh, Ain't Too Black to Beg.
0: <laughs> I agree. I'm saying this, this could be a trilogy. And at the end, the third one, they all join forces to, to um, overthrow overthrow the KKK.
1: And then we invite all the other black actresses. You know, we put Halle Berry as one of their moms. Uh, Vanessa Williams is one of their moms. Mariah Carey is one of their moms. It's, it's great, honey. And oh, then we I put love them it. With their- yeah, and then we'll put them with the black as a black man. We'll put... Um, Morris Chestnut. Morris Chestnut, yes. We'll put
0: uh, Idris Elba. Omar and Epps. Elmar Epps. Elmar Epps. <laughs> See, we, we just did it. Honey, we're, we do casting. We're, we're like Madonna. We can We'll write the movie, direct the movie, produce the movie, cast the movie, edit the movie, choreography the movie, set design the movie, costume the movie.
1: And then complain about the movie when the movie doesn't do well.
0: Well, you know, Madonna's making her biopic. I guess if you're making your own biopic, it's called an autobiopic.
1: Well, isn't it just a documentary?
0: No, no, it's not a documentary. A documentary is somebody's it's like a taking footage about her. This is supposed to be like you know, did you ever see what's stuff got to do with it? The movie about Angela Bassett? I mean the movie about Tina Turner and Angela Bassett plays her.
1: So the movie by Angela Bassett, yes.
0: So this is a, no, it's a movie, that was a movie about Tina Turner, What's Love Got to Do With It, played by Angela Bassett. Oh, uh, I thought it was a movie about Angela Bassett. Girl, I mean, how am I even going to explain this, Madonna? It's not a documentary. So there's actors. It's actors. Got it. It's, 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 improv it's, actors? No, honey, it's actors. She's not improv. Madonna's writing this script with Diablo Cody. Okay, and this is about her life,
1: her struggle, from her point of view, the truth.
0: Uh, yeah, the untold story. This is how it's being sold: as the, the untold, the untold true story of Madonna.
1: The untold true story. Yeah, and of Yeah, it's going
0: to turn out that she's black. The black. But that's another one, though. When she's, <laughs> allegedly, when she she said when um her record first came out, everybody and there wasn't a video for it. People thought she was black with her voice. Do you think that Madonna has a black voice? No. But they thought it was black because of the sound the sound of the song at the time was kind of a soulful song because not it was, it was a dance song, but at the time there was like it was coming out of a disco, then you had New Wave. So it's a little bit more of an urban song, quote unquote. Everybody. Everybody does that sound like a black woman. <laughs> Everybody. Now the question is, honey, do you think Madonna should direct and write and co produce a movie about herself? Absolutely not. Do you think it's a problem that she's directing it Or just writing it or just producing it No I
1: think think D all of the above it's a conflict of interest
0: What do you mean that she won't be Objective Correct
1: she's just going to paint herself as perfect We all know this we know Madonna don't we
0: Well I look at it In two different ways I don't think I don't mind if she co-writes it I go back and forth about the directing because on one hand, who knows what happened in the, in the, and nobody's more of a, the thing about Madonna is that she's never been a really a a recording artist. She's more of a visual artist. She's more of music videos made her famous more than the songs, the videos and the tours made her more iconic and the scandals and all that stuff. Like Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson, I think, would start off before music videos, so it's a little different. But Madonna came about in the music video age, so maybe she knows better than anybody If because she's not acting in it. Maybe it's good that she does sort of v- direct it and c- control the v- the visual look of Madonna. On the other hand, I'm worried about the story. Will she focus too much on getting the facts right or getting the timelines right and getting the look right and not really making a very compelling story well I'm afraid she's going to leave out all the bad things that happen in, in her life like what were the bad th- well no she's going to keep bad things that, that you know her mother dying but I'm, I'm concerned that you know she's going to make her marriage to Sean Penn not look as as abusive as it was because she says it wasn't abusive but I think it was abusive so you think you should direct it? Oh, I write. definitely should have directed this movie and wrote it. And starred in it? Well, no, I want to play Madonna's childhood friend from Truth or Dare, Mo- Moira McFarland. I used to, oh, pray-, okay. I used to pray to Madonna, to your mother, Madonna. It was like the closest thing to God. Oh.
1: Cut. Perfect. cast.
0: Thank you. But I don't even know how you can make a two-hour movie about Madonna's life. There's so much to get in there. They're going like, to cut out some good shit. They should make it a Netflix show.
1: Like a series, like six episodes.
0: Well, not more than more than six episodes. So, like, 20 episodes. But Oh, I don't
1: know if she has 20 episodes of her life.
0: Well, at least 15. Now, listen. Then, she's made, Madonna's been putting out these Instagram videos of her and that Diablo Cody like, uh, you know, quote-unquote writing the script. Meanwhile, Madonna, every time... Uh, Diablo Cody will write one sentence. Madonna will be like, let me look at it and take the laptop off her. I mean, how long is it going to take to get this movie to be written? I mean, Madonna analyzes every sentence and then she makes fun of that Diablo Cody right in front of everybody on Instagram Live. She thinks it's so funny when she makes fun of the way people dress. (laughs) Poor Diablo Cody. She's going to be stuck with Madonna writing this movie for years.
1: It's, well Madonna you... was never Madonna was never known for her fashion, honey. Only when she uh, first came out. But that's wh- what are you it.
0: talking about? Madonna has, of course has been known for her fashion. She's one of the fashion icons.
1: She's not.
0: Oh, um, honey. Did she, does she get Somebody doesn't know get, somebody doesn't she get know her history. Somebody doesn't know her history.
1: Did she get the fashion icon
0: award? She no, did. Rihanna did. Rihanna did. No, Madonna got it one at the VH One Fashion Awards before no. the, the before there was a Vogue Fashion Award.
1: When Rihanna when Madonna sorry, not Rihanna, when Madonna first came out, you know, with the crinkly thing in the hair, the doily in the hair and the dress, that was like the only fashion moment she had. After that it was kind of like her just trying to take other things from people and make that fashion. No, she wasn't darling. a true Madonna, innovator like Madonna was, She wasn't like like, you know,
0: the Gaga cone bra. Meat. The cone oh God you can't even compare Lady Gaga's meat dress to Madonna's cone bra. I mean let's there's an iconic Jean-Paul Gaultier. Comb bra, and then Lady Gaga just went in her freezer and stuck a frozen uh leg of lamb to her head. Well, honey, you don't
1: remember when she came in in the egg. She
0: well, came what's special about fashion. that, honey?
1: You don't remember she was in the bones. You don't. Yeah, Madonna did, Madonna came moment. out of a she disco
0: ball. So let's just. No,
1: Madonna know. came out in a wedding dress.
0: Yeah, honey, Ma- Madonna did it all first. But let's, that's why the movie needs to happen, so the people like you can understand their the her story. Diblet.
1: All right, and then um I hope Lady Gaga comes out with her story after, so you can understand that her story.
0: She'll just take Madonna's story and say, "This is my story." No, she won't. She'll she'll um, she'll her face on the movie. <laughs> she's not a Melania. She's not a Melania. Don't do that, honey. I'm just saying. The thing about Madonna directing this movie, though, is that even if it's a good movie, people are going to crit- going to critique it and judge it in a different way because it's all going to be looked at through the eyes of Madonna. So it's like. Well, that's why I think
1: she shouldn't do everything.
0: I mean, I think maybe she shouldn't direct it. I think she should at least. Of course, she's got to co-write it because it's her story. But I don't know about directing. It's it could be. It also could turn out to be really campy, like unintentionally campy, like showgirls. Because Madonna is kind of on the verge of campy, you know. So it's like it could turn into a really bad lifetime for TV movie.
1: Then what would you do?
0: Oh honey, I'll be there regardless. If we can even go to a movie theater, will we even be able to go to, the, to see the movie? Also, when are they going to be able to make this movie?
1: Well, from what you're telling me with the writing process, this won't come out till 2023, and so I think we'll be fine.
0: Well, so the writing process will take a while, because it's Madonna keeps taking the, the laptop off Diablo Cody. Then, when are they going to be able to actually film anything because of the corona? And so then, they have to edit it. Let's say, they fil- Let's say they film it by end of summer, and then they have to edit it, and then it won't come out till, probably yeah, probably won't come out till 20- 2023. Well, we can wait. Can we? Oh, well, honey, I can wait. Um, also, let me tell you, I had to go to urgent care.
1: What's that? I've never been.
0: It's where you, get, you need to get care because it's urgent. Oh, Okay yeah well you know it's so like a
1: hospital but faster
0: it was yeah well it's a hospital but faster and so you know i you know on the podcast i talked about how i've been trying to lose weight dancing to madonna tour concerts well i got a little bit bored of that but i also ran out of concerts so i bought um, a stationary bicycle that i had to put together myself so i got the stationary bicycle and it was great because you could like i did it for an hour and it burn 600 calories And I just said, "You also
1: also forgot to tell them that you knew that you could put it together because you you saw that an eighty-year-old woman could do it."
0: Oh yeah, and the reviews—an eighty-year-old woman said she did it, so then I knew I could do it. And you did it, and I did it. So I've been going on it for like a week, every day for an hour. Well, I took two days off, and all of a sudden, my ankle stiffed up on me. I couldn't like bend my ankle. And I was just like, what could be, I was like, and then all of a sudden I got like chills, but like sweats at the same time. So I was like, oh my God, do I have coronavirus? What's like, do I have some sort of liquid fluid in my knee? And then I got, you know, you, the, I went on Google web and that's the last thing you need to do, honey, because I had everything when I looked at <laughs> I So then I thought maybe I had like a bacterial infection that got into my knee because I was on FaceTime with my parents talking to them and I picked up Coco, my cat, and I kissed her on the lips because that's the closest I can get to human contact. And then I thought, well, maybe I got a bacterial infection from Coco. So then I went to the urgent care. I popped in the leave and by the time I got there, it actually started feeling better. And the the doctor kept looking at me and she kept looking at the knee. She's like, what's wrong with it? Swollen? She's like, just what's the pain from one to ten? I said, Oh, there's no pain. It's just stiff. (coughs) She's like, yeah, I can tell it's kind of swollen. Um, then they like, they x-rayed me and then she's like, the x-rays came back great. She's like, I just think, at your age, you shouldn't be riding a bicycle every day. Ooh, Shay, 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 shay. <laughs> <laughs> So, honey, I, I'm too old to ride a bicycle. So oh, you had
1: an aha moment.
0: Well, I wanted to ask, well, can I ride a tricycle? Am I too old for a tricycle? Or, or maybe a unicycle? Just want to go around my apartment in a unicycle. Also, I just love myself on that, um, on that exercise bike for an hour every day, like the Wicked Witch of the West. With Coco in a basket in front of the bicycle. Well, so now I, I, mean, I have to take a break wrong. from the bicycle. Yeah, well, maybe, but maybe she's wrong because Carol
1: Raswell ran the marathon in New York Housewives and he, she didn't have any problems.
0: Oh. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean. Well, I think I had the resistance up too much. That's, that That must have been it. The resistance was up too much.
1: Yeah, that's the Madonna in you. Excuse me? Just saying.
0: What does that mean?
1: You like to be resistant like Madonna.
0: Because, because I'm woke? Too black. Well, then they gave me like a very strong, like a, like a five times stronger Aleve than the regular Aleve. And I took it and I fell asleep and I like in the, middle, in the middle of the day and I had the craziest dream. I dreamt that I was going to do a Christmas variety show with Drew Drogi and we had to like wade through a lake to get to the venue and I had to put my like bag on my head, but I kept falling through the water and the bag kept getting wet and my phone got wet and Drew was getting mad. And then we got to the venue. And I didn't know my lines. And then all of a sudden, they said Mariah Carey's in the audience. And she's the only one in the audience. And I was like, oh, my God. I went to impress Mariah because somehow I knew Mariah. had met her. But she had never seen me perform. And so I was, but I couldn't remember my lines. And I didn't. Um, prepare the night before. I didn't like go over anything and I didn't know who the characters I was supposed to play. I didn't know my cues, but the director didn't care because the only person in the audience was Mariah, but I cared. And then Drew got mad at me because I didn't know my lines and called Christina Aguilera up to replace me. But then I found a wig, a blonde wig on a garbage bag and I put the wig on and everybody thought I was Christina Aguilera. And then I mar- miraculously knew all my lines. What do you think that dream means?
1: I think you're going to be a part of a show Where you forget your lines I'm
0: always prepared,
1: bitch Well then don't ask me Listen, I am the one that interprets dreams So don't ask me if you don't want me to give you the interpretation
0: Oh, she doesn't interpret dreams now She's an interpretator
1: Um, Yes, and a voodoo uh, queen
0: Well, I guess that means it's time for Words Words of of wisdom. Wisdom Words of Wisdom
1: You having trouble pronouncing that, honey?
0: (laughs) You having trouble pronouncing
1: that, honey. Have you ever fucked on cocaine, Nick? Well, speaking of um, race relations and voting, um, you know that Tamron Hall had an interview with Stasi Schroeder from the uh, Vanderpump Rules show who got fired because she's a racist or had racist comments. I mean, I don't know which one. I'll leave that up to you to do some research and figure it out. Um, but, I wrote down some quotes that I took away from the show, and I just want to get uh your opinion on the quotes and what you think about them so uh stasi wasn 't the only one that got fired. There was t- one other girl and two other guys, two of them were at i don 't watch times. this show i don 't watch it either honey, but th- you know i I love Tamron hall that 's my girl so no I, I watch Tamron
0: I, hall, but i don 't watch Vanderpump rolls.
1: Right. But Stassi Schroeder, just, Stassi Schroeder is a white woman who wears a lot of red lipstick, who got kicked off the show because she's an alleged racist, or she said racist things. So I I put some quotes that stuck out to me from it, and I want you to tell me what you think about it. The first one is, she said, she never felt racist, but she recognized she wasn't anti-racist. Can you break that down for us, please?
0: Oh, she's um, she doesn't say racial slurs, but she thinks racist she thinks racial slurs in her head.
1: Perfect, thank you. Uh, the next one is she never thought about the oppression of black people.
0: Well, she's too busy shopping and thinking about what she's not getting out of life.
1: Perfect. The last one she said there's just so much she didn't understand.
0: I think that speaks for itself
1: thank you and i'm I'm glad that we had a in depth conversation about race relations.
0: Uh, oh. What about that rumor? I wanted to come back and talk about this. But unfortunately, my computer was on the fritz again because 2020. Hello. So I had to get it taken in. And because we live in a third world country now, it took three weeks. But I wanted to talk about this rumor. Did you hear that rumor um, about Michael B. Jordan asked his gay stylist for a kiss?
1: No. Oh, yes, I did. But I don't believe it to be true. I think well, it happened in the white gay stylist's mind.
0: The white gay stylist, well, he, I think he was an assistant. He wasn't a stylist. He was an assistant for Michael B. Jordan and helping him move. And he was on somebody else's podcast talking about this. So this is, a, this is information from a podcast. So it's podcast on podcast. And he was saying that Michael B. Jordan and him were in a closet moving things around. And, Mike, and Michael B. Jordan was like, is this where we kiss? And the other guy was like Michael, and I guess he said that Michael was always flirty and wearing, not wearing a shirt, and always walking around in his boxer shorts. <gasps> oh my god! I think it could be. I think it could be true. I think he could have been joking because, honey, he's an actor. Actors always want so much attention, and like, I don't think actors care like to have sex with a man because they're getting attention.
1: Well, that's what I was gonna say too. I mean, you might as well lump in music artists and musicians. I think they just are like they just they don't really think about it they just want someone to be like win and eyeing over them so i do believe that he said that to him in the closet i do believe that uh assistant embellished a little bit and turned it into his actual fantasy that he wanted to happen because believe me if michael b jordan i almost said michael jackson but whatever the same um if michael b jordan wanted to have sex with that assistant he could have had sex with that assistant because A, he would have loved to have that scandal in his pocket for when he wanted to extort him for money, and B, nothing's gonna make him happier than to think that he's the rich housewife of Michael B. Jordan.
0: Well, no, because that Michael B. Jordan didn't want to ha- didn't want to kiss and have sex with him because it, because I mean, because it wasn't me, and he, that's who Michael B. Jordan wants, and that's what destiny will Fulfill. will. Con- will conclude in co- and and conclude in collision, and will conspire to help me get what is my dense is my density. I mean, my destiny? destiny.
1: Oh wow! So CCC. Honey, honey, I
0: know things. I know witches. I know land. I know the Bible.
1: Yes, there you go, honey. You sound very spiritual. Luxury.
0: You know, I was reading in the National Enquirer that some of the. Uh celebrities have crazy phobias. Do you want to hear what they are? Absolutely. Nicole Kidman's afraid of butterflies.
1: So she hates Mariah Carey?
0: Uh-huh. Matthew McConaughey is afraid of tunnels. She's, okay. She's stoned all the time. Um, uh, Channing Tatum, Carol Channing is afraid of dolls. Why is she playing with dolls, honey? I mean, I used to play with dolls when I was younger. I had She-Ra and Jem, And I wasn't afraid of them. uh, Khloe Kardashian's afraid of belly buttons. I mean, honey, no, you're not. You're desperate for someone to pay attention. And then Kendall Jenner says she's afraid of pancakes. She's afraid of pancakes. And Johnny Depp's afraid of clowns, and Adele's afraid of seagulls because a seagull um, stole an ice cream cone from her. Now what are you, what's your phobia?
1: Um mosquitoes probably. I don't like mosquitoes because I think they're going to bring me the West Nile virus.
0: Well, that's a genuine pho- I mean that's a genuine thing to be scared of.
1: So you mean a non-genuine thing to be scared of?
0: I don't know what I mean. Um I don't like when
1: people put black eyeliner around their entire eyes. Well, that's not a phobia. Yeah, because it frightens me, and I also think it ages them. So that is a phobia. You can't tell me what my phobia is, honey. Well, now my phobia—I've
0: developed several phobias since quarantine because I started watching true crime, um, like TV shows on YouTube about you know people being murdered or people going missing, and it's always like it's mostly women and it's mostly men killing women and the police don't usually seem to care because it's women and, or it's like people going um, like young, like 20 uh, year olds going to bars and they like leave late at night and they disappear. I mean, what's going on with that? Now I'm scared. Like something's going to like, someone's going to like, you know, I'm afraid to like walk on the street to get like potato chips late at night. Cause well, I mean, I'm afraid I'm I mean, going to disappear.
1: People have been disappearing since the beginning of time, and you're just realizing this right now? I
0: don't think I really realized how many murders happen in this country, but they always happen in like, 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 they don't happen in, like, these weird murders and mysteries don't happen in like big metropolitan cities like New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. They always happen in like, like, the swampy parts of Florida or like North, Car- North Carolina or Ohio. They're always like in the middle of nowhere. That's where all the murders are.
1: Well, everything happens in Florida, A. People on, um, What's the one where he ate his face? Florida. Yeah, and the kid got eaten by an alligator. Florida. And then... um, Then you have Orlando.
0: Florida. And and then I dated a, a loser from Epcot Center. Florida.
1: Well, there you go. So now we know where to stay away from.
0: Florida. Jessie Smollett was back again trying to say that she didn't do what she did. And like saying that, um, continue like, go, like doubling down saying that she, um, is innocent and, um, something about, she was trying to tie it to like what's going on with Black Lives Matter. She's trying to like get in on, get in on it. And I'm like, honey, this has nothing to do with that. You lied about, um, two white men attacking you. Oh, he, this is what it was. He said that if, because he said, Oh, also I'm getting this. Sorry, everybody. I'm getting this constant robocalls from the phone number that's almost identical to mine and I block them and then they change the number and they keep calling me. They're harassing me. And the one time I picked up, they said something about that the federal government's after me. It's some sort of scam. And I'm like, I mean, I don't even care if the federal government was after me. I'm not answering the call. In Florida, they're bothering me. They keep calling every day. What do you think they're calling from? That's a robocall. It's like some sort of, it's a scam. They're trying to get me to give them my social security number. Like, like, I mean, I know I'm supposed to be old because I can't ride a bicycle, but I'm not fucking, I don't have dementia. Just give it to him and see what happens. Well, anyway, Jesse Smollett was saying that. Um, because he said MAGA, that the MAGA, because the MAGA people attacked him. Because he said that, that's what made people not believe what he what happened. And I want to believe, like, no, honey, the whole story nobody believes because you said two um, two white men um, attacked you, and then the the, then the two black men that actually um, said that you made it up and you hired them. What did, you, what did they do? Put on Joker makeup? I mean, no one believes you anymore, girl. You need to go away. You and Lori Loughlin need to go away. Florida
1: when he said they were like that's the actor from um uh, what's that show called Empire and they're like that's actor from empire that's when I knew it was fake honey. I'm black, and I don't even watch empire
0: well, Lori Laughlin's going to spend two months in a federal vi- prison it's called victor it's called victoria right? it's called Victorville Federal prison it must be it's in victorville, California that's by
1: riverside
0: she's going to a federal prison, Aunt Becky.
1: She's serving two days? What was it?
0: Two months. So she'll probably only really spend a month. If that. Or a week. Well, that Felicity Huffman only did like 12 days. Florida! Her husband, Mosimo Gignali, will serve his five-month sentence at the low-security federal prison for men in Santa Barbara. Who cares? Go away. Buzz them, s- and electrocute them. Do what you need to do, because I'm over that story, honey. Florida,
1: honey, do you really think they learned a lesson? They're still going to pay for things to get done for them. I mean, I, what? I
0: mean, what's the point of this? Why do we even put them in jail? I don't get it. Well, honey, what's the point of the Drew Barrymore show? Because I was—it's <sighs> been on, and honey, I'm so happy to have this show. Ugh. Please welcome Drew Barrymore's long lost, not all there half-sister, Screw Barrymore. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to finally come out of Drew's shadow and talk about my life and what I want to do. Well, what do you want to do? I want to screw! Okay, that's enough. Bye, Screw. Honey, who booked her on the show? Uh, Sorry, that was my fault. What uh, did the screw Barrymore contact you via DMs? She did she screw uh, you, in, did she screw into your DMs?
1: No, uh, she contacted me, uh, via Napster. Oh,
0: oh, oh, wait, and you, you, sorry, you, you can't get reading me that fast. I want everybody to know that Drew made me play ET phone home with her. Oh,
1: uh, uh, all right. I
0: would take the. Eachy finger and beat her over the head Oh, okay, get out of here All right. Yeah. yeah okay. Screw you, screw Barrymore What well, are I do you like saying a- to me? Well, I am so grateful oh my God. Can It's just a get privilege for me to be on Chacha Hills I'm just so happy It's just, I'm a little girl lost, honey Get lost, okay? Get out of here, screw off Screw off Screwberry Moore. she sicka. black too? Huh? she black too? Florida. Hey, are you black? <laughs> Screwberry Moore, get over here. Are you black? <laughs> I would be so grateful if somebody thought I was black. All right. You're not black, honey. Uh-huh. Florida. You're black. No. You're, your eyes are Ish. black. has no pupils she has no like her eyes are black she has no soul oh that was scary That's, that was like a home invasion that feels like something that happened when i watched true crime
1: not true crime
0: honey hollywood is collapsing there's no money where's no it's on the cover of the inquirer there's no money there's no movies there's uh, no okay. jobs charlie's Theron's trapped in limbo george Clooney's feeling the pain tom cruise has endless delays florida And Scarlett Johansson's project is postponed. Emma Stone's wedding is on hold. And Morgan Freeman is worried. But we're here, honey. Wait. In the fire. Morgan Freeman is worried? Morgan Freeman's worried. Okay, Hollywood's collapsing. But we're still here doing a podcast. I hope people appreciate it. And I had Drew Barrymore's slower. (laughs) And I had Drew Barrymore's long lost, not their half-sister, Screw Barrymore here. So we have all the legends on this show. Oh, and, we, you know, on Chacha Heels, we love to, like, introduce you to new things that we love, that we think that you might like. And yes. we came across a wonderful Instagram page. And
1: Absolutely, a treasure. A
0: treasure. Um, and we think you should go and enjoy, and enjoy the photographs. Now, some people might think that we're cruel. Do you think, Black Ken? No, no, we're not those people. We go on this page and we laugh at it. Well,
1: I mean, we don't really.
0: Are oh, really not laughing laugh at it?
1: it. Just, I'm laughing at it. No, I kind of just um revel in the uh,
0: Florida. You know, in she the laughs the, at the, it. It,
1: the it of it. it, it. You no, know,
0: I laugh. I, look, first of all, I laugh at anybody that touch. It's it's a page where people. Couples, you know, are demonstrating their loves in photographs. And I always, I don't like public displays of, I don't mind people holding hands. I don't like public um, declarations of love. I think that, I just don't like that, okay? It's not my thing. I, You know, I just feel like it's like, you're setting yourself up for um, divorce. And Also,
1: what's very strange to me about this site is that the way they like, they introduce themselves to the page as if it's some kind of like, cult, but to me, I think it's like they're looking for other people to join their relationships. It's very weird. They're always like, hello, intergacial. I'm Jean, and this is Robin, or whatever. And okay, it's just,
0: so what is the page?
1: Intergacial. I-N-T-E-R G-A-Y C-I-A-L C-I-A-L. Okay, so it's gay. It's, it's
0: like interracial gay couples. Correct. And I don't know why it makes me laugh. Am I? am I am I am I am I an evil person? I mean no, I'm I certainly no screw barrymore. No. Florida.
1: No, I lied before. It does make me laugh. I was trying to find a nicer way to say it, but it does make me laugh. But I mean mostly not in the way people would think, but in a different way. Well, some of
0: the pictures, honey, my favorite one. <laughs> it's a black and white gay couple and one of them's dressed up. The black one is dressed up as She-Ra. And the other one's dressed up as He-Man. <laughs> Meanwhile, He-Man and she were, were twins. So it's uh, it's also inbred. It's an inbred interracial. <laughs> it's an inbred intergacial relationship. Florida. But also, inbred it's just the comments that people write. We have been together for almost... It's like some like we've been together for almost four months. Four months. (laughs) Thanks for thanks for the declaration.
1: I'm trying to find some of my favorite ones, honey.
0: Well, you know it's hard to talk about it on the podcast because they can't see it.
1: Well, it's also like this one. It's like, hi, my name is Fabian (parentheses right), and this is my partner Steve (parentheses left). We both live in London. We met over a year ago on Grindr. We had no intention of dating, but after our first our first meet, we fucked. sparked a connection. Yeah, they fucked. <laughs> yeah, that should have been in parentheses. Our first meet parentheses fucked. We sparked a connection and then started hanging out. After a month or so, we began we became official and moved. After a month or so, we became official and moved in together have been in this incredible journey for both of us. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary, and we're looking forward to spending many more with each other. Uh, Isn't that romantic on Grinder,
0: I'm going to send a picture of me and you to this site and tell them that we're together and say, we we do Chacha Hills, and um, then we can promote the podcast. How do you feel about that?
1: That's great. Can you also say, when we first met, we tried to kill each other by putting rat poison in each other's coffee, but it didn't work out, and we both ended up living, and now it's a true uh, a true uh, romantic story?
0: I would love to say that, because I actually think that is, that's actually a romantic story that I can get behind. It's not cliche. Florida. I wonder what to call it something that's very Hollywood, though.
1: That's what I'm saying, like, uh, the Abbey
0: thank you for calling the abby oh hi are you guys open yes oh thank i was reading in the national Enquirer that hollywood was collapsing that because of the fires and the riots and everything that oh my god yeah i mean i mean the weather is actually better than it usually is so i love that there are people out and about more often than than usual right now so yeah but we are open and do you have any sort of um specials do you still have those apple martinis florida we
1: can make you an apple martini. I, think, I remember when they used to be really popular. We do have stuff
0: to make one. So yeah. I'm so happy Hollywood's not collapsing because I read on the National Enquirer that George Clooney was worried and Charlize Theron was trapped in limbo, and Morgan Freeman was worried and Emma Stone had to get her wedding on hold. But this isn't oh true. God. I don't know. I the National Enquirer, but I don't know. As far as I know, I don't know. Well I do know. <laughs> uh, well you even have that choir, you would know. I do know. Well I'm so happy you guys are open. Okay, I'll just come swing by. Um, are there any sort of um older gentlemen with money there? Well, hold on one sec. Well not right now. But you know, usually them will come in at some point, usually around six o'clock. Oh good okay. Well, you know, I'm I'm a younger homosexual man from Florida. Well come on in. All right, thank you, boo. All right, honey. Honey, of course, I gave uh-huh. the Getty Abbey can roll with the sketch. Yes. <laughs> well, well, that's it for another Hollywood Collapsed edition of Cha Cha Heels. I'm Pete Zeis, and you can follow me on Instagram at Pete Zeiss, Twitter at Pete Zeis. And um, my YouTube channel, The Pete Zaya Show. I'm The Black Can, and you can
1: follow me on Instagram at Booty Pop Queen and at Few Beauty.
0: Few Beauty. Uh, P-H-E-W. This, this is the time to luxuriate and take care of yourself during a worldwide pandemic. Put on a mask and put on some moisturizer and call your local bar and restaurant and see if those old rich men that can take care of you because you're from Florida with a gator skin belt. Hollywood I is never, not collapsing. Are you sure? I know I've collapsed with my knee, but oh, Hollywood's okay. not collapsed. I mean the sky is slowly starting to turn blue again. Well, it was never really non
1: blue over here where we are. It was in San Francisco.
0: No, it was gray outside. What are you talking about? I have the view I have the view of the Hollywood sign and the Griffith Observ- observatory and I couldn't even see them. Florida. Oh
1: gosh. So Hollywood did collapse.